Sophie and Esther look after me, darling. <laughs> what the f- That's not a well they do boys do. Yo, boys, you wanna jump out in the field? What? I meant- <laughs> Jumping in the field? <laughs> You haven't drive. taken me yet. Huh? You haven't taken it's me. It's too expensive. It's way too expensive. <laughs> it's like going to Orton Towers, but it's just a castle. Yeah, pay for it. My mum used to work there. Yeah. As what did she say? As a wench. <laughs> <laughs> Not a modern title though, is it? No. She used to dress up as a wench, and I, I used to think my mum was a wench. I wonder if on a pay slip it actually said wench that. Woman. <laughs> No, like, sure, it. that's not legal anymore. You can't just call people wench. a wench. Wench, you went. No, she, yeah, she used to wear like this green wench costume. Yeah. Go serve people. But she said like those big dresses, you know, they used to no, wear. No, uh, wench dress, like a wench dress. Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of them, the me- medieval big no, skirts. No, 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 like wenches were poor people. Like, mm. you know, like the servants. Yeah, yeah. House. But they were more well off than like homeless people. Basically, like a piece of cloth. But just goes down yeah, to your toes. Yeah, it was green and it had like a little petticoat thing that was white. Yeah. And did she have to eat like a peasant in time? Yeah. How they, far did she when push she it? Was, when they went on their breaks, they just threw like <laughs> loads of bread yeah. at them outside. They went, eat you, wench. <laughs> that was like probably a lot of people back then had those jobs. But do you know what? Well, yeah. It's crazy. No, but. Yeah. And what? my mum continued on the tradition. Yeah, yeah, she just wanted to live in the past. She just wanted, she really was interested in wenches. And it meant that she got a Merlin pass for free. and um, A Merlot pass? A Merlin pass. So, what does that like, mean? attractions like Alton Towers, uh, Warwick Castle, Sea Life Centre. Like, there's, oh, there's loads of different attractions. I think the, the thing in London that goes around. Right. London Eye. Mm. Um... All of those attractions, you can get in there for free. So every weekend, my dad would take me to work castle with my brother. So I know that. But you could be going to like Alton Towers every weekend. Yeah, but I don't live near. I live True. near Warwick Castle. Take yeah. a picnic, go watch some birds. As a kid, Not though. Not a girl, like birds of prey. Yeah. Because northern people call girls birds. Birds, yeah. Don't like it. Mate, what's your bird saying? She's coming out tonight. That's what we're saying. No, I think, I think it's maybe an older generation thing. I don't think any of my mates say bird. Um, if anybody's listening, bird means girl, really, doesn't it? But it's like, yeah, uh, it's like a, der- it's not a derogatory, but it's not very, <laughs> it's not very flattering as a word, is and it? pigeon means boy. That's what we say, right? Pigeon, it's that, that, what the fuck? Is your pigeon coming out tonight? And the girl be like, nah. Nobody's saying that because the word pigeon is harder to say than boy. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think one no, of the appeals. I was just naming birds. Oh, so that isn't actually a thing. No. Oh, okay. That's a little. That's a little bit of the acting for you, ladies. Yeah. Um, we have to be aware. Anything that is said. Absolute. You know, can I swear? Yeah. Go on. Then. No, I don't want to. Keep <laughs> Everything Kay's probably going to say might not be real because she she's trained in the old acting. So. I do a theatre and performance practice degree at the University of Salford. So you didn't want to say your surname, but you are outing the, the degree that you yeah, are studying. Yeah, there's people on my course. Yeah, there's okay. And uh, it's quite there's interesting that the things you'll say online, like, kind of, you won't say your surname. <laughs> look, look, 
I'm I'm taking this as a promotion for myself. For myself. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. This is me joking. I'm playing like a this character that Eddie thinks I am. Side note podcast. I don't actually know what character you are. I think I think it changes day On by day. On my first date with you, you you said to me one of the first things I'll ever recollect. That's a weird word to say. You said to me, "How do I know if you're being real or not? Because yeah. you're a theatre student." And yeah, it was a fair point, no? Yeah. I mean... I'm actually Scottish, so... You're not Scottish. How would you know? No, I think the point I was making was, if I was on a first date with someone, I probably wouldn't say I'm, like, an actor or something like that. It's just, like, a bit wary. I think it's... Yeah, because they, be, they, like, they might be a really big fan of you or something. Like, no, no, you know definitely I mean? not. Cause what if you went, oh, yeah, I saw you in the new Adelphi? Because... Surely pretending to be a crab. <laughs> you just. <laughs> <laughs> you... I go to the University of Salford. Of course, I go to New Adelphi. Okay, yeah. Everyone goes to New Adelphi. <laughs> yeah. No, interesting. No, I think on our first day. Have I said too much about where who I no, am? No, no, it's okay. fine. You can you can say what you want. Write write your own grave. You know, on your own gravestone. But yeah, when's um, New <laughs> Acting as a thing, you know, I'm as a guy. It might it might be different as a girl. It it was something interesting, but also something I was like, you know, just be just be a bit more wary of what you're saying, because it might not be true. Oh, you know, wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, if it was just someone who dropped out of school and went straight into a cafe job, I, I'd probably be less mentally intimidated by them. But whereas you, I think, you know, oh shit, she could be saying this to get this. She could be doing that to, for that. Yeah, exactly. But obviously, I learned yeah, more, exactly. and that she'd never do such a thing. Never. So you said you said <laughs> Just, from Leamington Sparky. Yes, sorry. Yes. Um, now I want you to be very honest about this because oh. mm, I don't think you will be. Um, mm. What type of uh, school did you grow up in? Like, what was your childhood like? It's it's very like Jesus. I mean, you, you should know this. I went to actually a Jesus school. Oh, a I Christian went, school. I went to Methodist church for nursery. In from nursery there hailing down on religion on you yeah from like three they were like singing prayers and stuff genuinely to when do you go to nursery i think you can go like as early as you want yeah my my mum sent me up straight away because you know she's really into wenching her kids out now i'm kidding (laughs) she's just really traditional like like, work katie Um, when are you gonna come with wrench a a wrench (laughs) what that's a no that's a tool that's a tool to fix how do you say it Wench. Wench. See, that word isn't part of my vocabulary because I treat women with respect, so I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really know that word. But the word bird is. No, I never use that word oh, either. No. Mm. Mm. But yeah, um, you come from a long line of uh, wenches. I do. Um, no, I went. I went to Methodist Church uh, nursery and then uh, Church of England uh, primary school and then um, Infant Primary Church of England. And then I went to a normal secondary school, and then this I say that at secondary school, um, where I take girl for six months. I can definitely tell though from you now, and probably you're very well spoken that you probably do come from that. But I think it does shape people a lot. Your education and things like that. I I've never been to church in my life. I went or, or it might just be where you're to... from. I'm not sure, but what like how well spoken you are, which is I quite don't think obvious. I am well spoken. I think you are. Mm-mm. Um. I don't know about you. I think you know about this. Um, I'm very much a guy who's into accents and stuff. So, like, one of the main things right. f- with you, with me, was, like, is the voice. 
it's it's not just what you see it's what you hear i don't know you guys let me know but um for me anyway and i've told my mates for like two to three years now and none of my mates have really agreed with me for this so i might be really just weird. weird so thing you've got going since like year I 11 sixth form i would i'll be going up to people like i'd find a girl attractive but then they'd speak and it just would go off here we go. And I, I don't know. Would you, no, that's a fair point to make. I, I don't know uh, if, if that's anything anybody else's experience. With, but for me, yeah, it's a big deal breaker, their accent. And I, I think sometimes accents that I'm not familiar with, like, oh, that's different. Mm. Like, could be could be a thing. But yeah, that may be one of the reasons why you're here today. You're right. That's really romantic of you. No, I'm giving you a compliment. Oh, thank you. But you don't even think about that, do you? You're just speaking. Just speak, yeah. Whereas it was one of the big things that kind of ticked the box for me. So, yeah. It, was there it, anything that I didn't? I don't even know I'm doing, but attracts you to me. So, so for but that is just a weird thing. I have accents, right? Yeah, I think that's just you. I think you're less weird than me in terms of that. But Correct. is there anything <laughs> I don't notice I'm doing that I'm just looking for compliments here? But just trying to. In in yeah. Compliment me. Compliment. <laughs> yeah. Pick me, pick me. Um, First date. Ginger hair. Ginger hair. Same. Well, I noticed that, but um, I, I've known that as like a negative thing my whole life. No, that no. Obviously, not a negative thing, but just in in the UK, if you grow up ginger, there's there's you there's grow up a, what? you grow up ginger. Okay. There's probably like a couple people, you know, just just. No, that's different, so they pick on you for it, but yeah. you're the first person who I've heard is attracted to gingers, so yeah. there we go. There we go gingers unite. Gin- well, you're not a ginger, <laughs> so I feel like you do want to be ginger half the time, though. Oh, uh, um, I think ginger hair is a cool colour. Yeah. And I, I find things that are attractive in people that is different from everybody else. Yeah. Because everybody else is the same, so why why would I be in love with everybody? I do love everybody. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't like racist and people like that. That's yeah. Like, I sound like such a stupid bomb person right now. Well, I think it's the think... voice, you know. No. Like... Stop <laughs> To my accent. No, so no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, 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 it's a way I'm attracted, no. Oh, look, no, you're attracted to dumb blondes, is what you're trying to say. Just because it's Hello, dumb doesn't you're... mean I don't find it attractive. Oh, okay. And also interrupting me I don't find very attractive no, now as well. neither do I, mate. Oh, I don't interrupt you. <laughs> so, yes, but your accent I'm very attracted to, obviously, uh, to a certain degree. Um, <laughs> I was literally talking. Yes, um, Karen, what were you going to say? I don't have any of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But apart from that, the only reason you attract to me is that I'm ginger. No, so... I was literally getting into this lovely compliment. I okay. That I find things attractive in people that are different from everybody else. Mm. Like things that make them stand out mm. from the crowd. Because why would, you know, it's like finding something that... Um, not special, that sounds weird, but, like, something different, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want, like, if everyone wears the same clothes, mm. I'm going to be more interested in the person who's wearing something different. True. But I think that a lot of people, when people are different, a lot of people just copy that anyway. So I think... Well, I that's think, how trends start, isn't it? I really? think that you can just do that by looking at someone's personality, because I think, I think you can look a certain way and portray yourself in a certain way, but I think, I think personality is a thing that everyone differentiates in. There's a lot of people who look the same now, like especially around here in Manchester. A lot of people seem to dress the same, but I think 
once well, you that, find that person you click with yeah. personality wise mm -hmm. it's the big difference but yeah wow we just got pretty deep in there Nayla um, we, we were just talking about your school and now yeah, we're, yeah, we're, why, we're why talking I'm about because your personality is a bit shit isn't it can be yeah <laughs> just just feed me right now. <laughs> yeah so you you talking about uni mm. how do you um, afford this uni K you know have you got um uh, a family which just supplies an endless amount of money for your education or how are you funding um that's a very personal question no i'm, I'm alluding to your work you do <laughs> what work you do the government pay my maintenance no code. no um what, what what do you do for work oh i work at a theater could you not tell by i generally thought you asked me how i'm paying for my uni tuition which is what no, your part-time pays for that i pretend that's fake money i'm not even I'm not even thinking okay. about that until I get over the fresh okay. of money I need to pay. But apart from that... Which I probably won't because I'm a theatre student. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but right now I don't really want to know about your theatre, to be fair. I want to know about your work. You're doing yes, part time. Okay. Oh, say great. Okay. I work part-time at a theatre. Um, I work in all the different hospitality sections. So I work in the restaurant. I work um, in the confectionery stand and sometimes behind the bar. But they don't really let me in behind. Because I'm not very good at it. What um, kind of made them click in the head that said she's not coming behind the bar again? Well, I don't. I know that they never had the conversation with me. But when I first got employed at the theatre, um, they <laughs> they said, "Ah, oh, you can start tomorrow because we're having like a restaurant training day." Yeah. Fabulous, great. I'll do that. Get get working straight away. Been doing there ever since. They haven't moved me really, unless I'm like picking up other shifts. How did this day go then to make them say no, not ever again? So they put me on a wedding shift, which is like this conference and event shift. And this was and your first time? First time ever on a bar. And I was serving the bride, the brides actually. And they had this mm. um, cheese-themed wedding, I believe yep. it was. So, no, maybe it was, I think it was a musical theatre wedding because I was like, this is the best shift ever. I'm listening to musical theatre. I'm serving drinks. Turns out I didn't know any of the different wines. I've never learned how to pour a pint. Mm. People were asking me for rums and cokes. And by this time, I, I don't. I wasn't a big drinker. I don't mm. really drink much. Or like, I, I'm quite a nervous person in social situations. So I had like in my head a bunch of drinks that I ordered that yep. easy, and that I think in my head that no one would judge me about. So in my head, I was like. I know my pink gins and my lemonades, and I know what tonic is, and it just went really bad. I was just panicked. So you had in your mind what drinks you could do, but they're not just going to order, like, the no, one... No, I know, exactly. And then when they were saying, can I have the Malbec, I was like... Yeah. Yeah, who? I mean, I don't know about that, though, because... You can't just like serve the drinks you know. They're gonna be asking yourself. Was there a point in the night where you were like, yeah, sure, put that, put that uh, spirit in? No, there's a point. Were you in the just night, like guessing? There was a point in the night where my my coworkers, but like, even my managers said, Katie, do you want to stand aside? We can just finish this off. And I went, yeah. Wow. Because I was just saying, going, yeah, but to be honest, they should have trained me. Yeah. So I'm getting really nasally. But... Yeah, we're both with colds right now. I've got a blocked up nose as well. Thank you for giving that to me. Um, yeah, I mean, the only way I can kind of relate to that is when I was working at Subway. They did that to me as well. Yeah, point I in shift. I, I worked this, like, one-off shift in Subway. Mm. Like, because, I don't know, they just sent me to this department and the same company I work with mm. has a Subway somehow. But um, there was these two people working and... Um, I don't know if you work with if anybody of you guys have worked with Subway. It is, I, I guess it's pretty simple if you work there, but it was my first shift... 
and um, I was just doing things wrong. I was putting... So on a Subway sandwich, you have it like two sides. I was putting it on the wrong side and they just oh, didn't like the way I was doing it. No, the manager was being... Uh, the manager was being, It was my first day and I wasn't fully trained, but... That's the thing with managers, like... They will just whack you on a certain yeah. area and then like throw them in the deep end and they'll mm. learn. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I could probably... If I was on that shift again, I would have probably got fired, you know? Really? I I was not like... Did you like the hat, though? Anybody, <laughs> anybody that works with Subway, that is so stress. Of course, you've got, like, a chill Subway, but it just seems like, compared to... I work in, like, a convenient shop right now, just stacking shelves and mm. stuff. Working in hospitality compared to... Um, the sh- the work I'm doing now, I f- I feel for those people, man. For the amount you're getting paid, and mm. if of course if you're not wanting to work up the ladder and go to manager role, and you're just doing it for a part time job, yeah, shout out so to you. It's it's stress. Um, but yeah, working for I'm I'm sure a lot of people are doing that part time jobs while at uni. Uh, the camera. Oh, I found you got it. it? Yeah. You want to take a picture of it right now while yeah. I'm pouring a drink? But yeah, uh, Katie got a what Polaroid camera for a year of going out. Um, Cause she's a very soppy, um, emotion. Not emotional. She likes photos. See, but this has just got me in it. Why can't I have us both in? Thanks. You don't think we should both be in this? How can we both be in it? Uh, a little selfie. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. She's big smile. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that means like we're like in the moment and we like can't take back on the Very much in the moment. But that's why I don't know, we do have conversations, but at the same time I'm like, fifty years ago, what type of couple would have we been? Would we be more connected in terms of mm. things if we didn't have this? Because surely it's just a distraction, but how much does it benefit? I don't know. We, we did, I say long distance, but it wasn't really like over the summer because I just kept on coming back to Salford to see you and then you'd go home and mm. I'd come up to see you. Now that sounds like I'm just following you. You also came to see me as well as like mm. I mentioned. You like got four hour trains and stuff. And being long distance as well, it's that company thing and like missing you a lot. So it's good to have FaceTime and text and stuff. I find that, I think it's a good way of connecting. Yeah, fa- FaceTime is am- amazing. <laughs> Sorry, fa- FaceTime's amazing, but at the same time, it just doesn't. You don't like I it. I don't, I'm gonna say that I hate it. I like it. How long was it into the relationship where you were like, oh, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show this side of um, weird weirdness because I think I was weird from the start with you I think I was too really yeah um I nah. one of our first conversations was um did you watch Pingu growing up oh, that's not really weird is it Pingu yeah everybody I, I love yeah Pingu. but like it was a weird first ever conversation on a first ever date mm. uh, when I'm nervous I'll say anything I can't do. just be in you silence I'll talk well obviously there's, it works there's stuff you say to your dad as well when I'm around Mm. Remember when we went back to Beverly? We went, we went up to um, Beverly uh, where someone is. Yeah, I went back to my hometown. Hometown. Went back to town. <laughs> uh, went to see my family and a couple of birthdays back there. Went yeah. back, yeah. I came up as well. Eddie, I think Eddie was a bit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to speak for you, but I think he. Was... Go on, no, speak for me and then I'll defend myself. Okay, I'll speak for you. I think you must have been a bit. I don't know, apprehensive, like you're seeing your family again. You know, your girlfriend's yeah. here. 
all this stuff, you know, it's yeah. my really cool younger brother, and then you saying to your dad something about... We were we were at a meal. What, are you, are you talking about the meal? No, the bit before we got to the meal, Okay. and you were talking about shaving pubes. Oh, yeah. Um, I made a very inappropriate joke. Really In front of my dad. And so I was just standing there like, oh. I hadn't seen my dad for a while, and... Um, In a long time. If, if you're outside of that fam... And I have been for a while outside of the family kind of vibe for some reason i forgot my dad was my dad oh, and then i said a really like outlandish joke and i can't remember the joke now but um yeah it was something about shaving pubes yeah i, I made some pubic hair joke <laughs> oh you know what it was no i don't that's not <laughs> i want to say it again. no but um yeah it, I, I don't think it's that bad of a joke to be fair every day baby <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. I've got a bad back. I'm 20. I've got a bad back. But you know, if you keep clicking it, your body's going to be like, I need you clicking. No, if, You're I don't, if I don't click it, I seize up, and that is bad. Right. I roll it out. I have a roller, and I roll it out before bed, and mm. I do yoga, and I stretch out. I do all this stuff. I work long hours. Like, sometimes it's 10, 11 hour shifts at a restaurant, bending down, picking heavy stuff up, like taking pots of cutlery. And I think I did my back in. I sound like a four-year-old woman. I did my back in. I went on a camp once yeah. in Denmark. Another time, another story. And we had to carry all of our belongings. Belongings. And we were there for like, must have been, oh, I want to say, I don't really remember it because I, long story short, I was in an ambulance and I got concussion. Don't okay, no, tell, tell the full story. <laughs> Jesus, just tell the story from start to finish. You went on a school I, trip. I represented the UK in scouts, in the scouting association, um, and they chose me and my brigade of scouts, um, first Sydney scouts, um, to go with the UK to this big jamboree in Denmark. Um, basically, loads of different activities, hundreds and thousands of kids, um, each from different countries. We got put next to the Irish, so we're all speaking English. Yeah, you were fine. I just wanted a bit more culture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you go around, you exchange like neckers and different um, badges, and it's, it's, it's like there's different activities like woodwork and mm-hmm. stuff. And we were on this woodworking activity, um, and it was to make a bird watching hut. So you could go inside the hut, mm-hmm. and it'd be put in the hills in Denmark, mm-hmm. and you could sit and you could. Yeah, you went. So you're in scouts, you're yeah. next to these Irish lot. What's happening? I'm, I'm building a hut. Yeah, you're building a hut. A bird watching hut that you have to sit in yeah. to watch the birds. I don't know how I'm at this tangent. Anyway, I'm inside, I'm knocking on the wood. I actually have a photo right before this moment happened. I was knocking on the wood and I think, great, I've done, I've done that bit. If we have it, we'll put it up. If you do have it, we'll Yeah, it it's me looking really annoyed. Putting up this little really, sign. I'm really angry. Okay. I really didn't, I wasn't yeah. having a good time. Because everyone, like, all the other countries must have booked in different activities earlier. Like there was zorbing, archery, like big rock climbing walls, like mm. mountaineering, people were going yeah. on hikes. I was building a, a manual labor, basically. Mm. And I had to like raise so much money to go on the trip as well. It was ridiculous. Poor, my poor mum. <laughs> Being nervous. What like, did you have to do? Like, we just had to raise so much money. Okay. It wasn't a free trip. Yeah. Um, and we raised most of the money anyway. Anyway, I digress, as I always do. Um, I'm inside the hut, I mm. think I'm done, I stand up, I'm, I, I 
proper whack my head. Yeah. And I, I, I walk out, and I don't remember anything from this point, but I'm on the floor. <laughs> I, I must have, I must have fallen. So you were putting it up, and it's kind of a thing where you crouched and you went back up. Yeah. My question is, how do you get knocked out from that? Because here, usually, on, on usually when, yeah, yeah. But, I'm crouching right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm hitting above it. Yeah. The wall's here. You're, you know where that is. You're I, working oh, on I, there. Tell me about it. Yeah. I know where it is. Mm. But I still stood up. Yeah. Just stood up. Big old bump on the edge still there. Shit. Probably. Anyway, so I... What's the next thing you remember after bumping your head? I remember being in the little tent with the Danish ladies. You, 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 so you go from and you wake up and just people speaking Danish it's around you. It's not like I forgot what happened. It's just like I'm like, how did I get here? No, like, I'm just like, I'm in such a daze. Yeah. Like, I remember bits of the tube. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I thought, they sent me back to the tent. Everyone's having a piss and a laugh. Mm. Not like a wee. Piss about. Yeah. Is that the right saying? Messing about. Messing about, about, yeah. Having a joke with me going, oh, Katie, of course, you're always the one that gets hurt. I say, oh, yeah. Really cold night. We're all playing poker or, like, some card game. Mm. I didn't want to join in because I find... I've never been in the Scouts, you know. It's really fun. But yeah, it's I kind of wish culty, I did go in the Scouts. Culty Yeah, so you wake up in this hut with Danish people helping you. Yeah, yeah, but they've sent me back by now. They sent me back to my tent. Yeah. I'm back on my little campground. Everything's going great. Then the worst night of my life. What? What so, happened? So what happened was, is I must have had like, I'm, I must have hit my head so hard that the concussion or migraine got so bad. Yeah. And I think I was laughing too hard at something. I hadn't drank enough water. I don't think anyone was really paying attention to me because not everyone knew the seriousity, that isn't a word, of the extent Severity. Of how, that's the word. Yeah. On how hard I hit my head, um, and all I can remember is going over to like the leaders had their own little kind of like tent. All I remember is going over and then kind of just sitting down, going, you know, all oh, my head really hurts. And right. I said, "Oh, just stay here and watch you." And then I just kind of. They're they're going like, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with you. You just got like a big bump." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, just you need some ice. You know, like when you're in school. Yeah. You know, like you're in new school. You just put some ice on it. You'll be fine. So they send you off. You go to bed and you just no, have to deal no, with it. They don't send me to bed. That's the night the ambulance came. The story doesn't end. Go on. So, I'm, I, I passed out in the leader's tent. Mm. I think, oh my god. I wake up, all these blankets are on top of me. They're like, Katie, you it started to shiver really cold because I was just on the grass and they were like, could have got hypothermia. I was like, probably didn't, mate, but hey ho. Right. Um, and then. I don't remember much. Apparently, I kept on coming in and out of consciousness. Right. Everyone was really worried, so they called the ambulance. And it's such a big campsite; they have a hospital on. Jesus. On on camp. This must have been a massive camp. Okay. But the thing is, everyone. How do I explain this? Every like. Um, scout group. Yeah. Had, like their own little patch. It's like when you go camping at Leeds or something. You have like your patch of land. Yeah. And that's yeah. your tent. Yeah. But we'd have like obviously eleven people in our. Mm like troop and then the next group and the next group and the next group but like we were so buried in all these other tents like the ambulance couldn't possibly get right in front of me to take me yeah four big men on <laughs> came yeah. with a stretcher yeah 
and they they carried me away and you're like take me take me i don't remember any of it and yeah. um, my mates from the camp um sophie and esther like apparently i was just shouting they're taking my arm <laughs> Sophie and Esther look after me, darling. <laughs> Sophie, every friend. Just list a couple of your friends from Leamington Spa and let me take the piss out of them. Like, you've got... A g- so, well, I mean, Sophie's not a bad name, but bad if name. you've got a friend named Esther, that is a bit like... You, you know, you've you, you grown up in a nice area in case you know, It's fine to say. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, you're very fortunate. I was very lucky. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, cool. How did I get to that story, anyway? Um, we were talking about, like, just some funny stories, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Things like that. I mean, I think my we're um, both lucky in regards to compared to a lot of people where, you know, some people grow up not knowing like where the next meal is and things like that. So mm. we're we're not saying that um, we're we're very fortunate for that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But our towns are very similar in terms of they're quite very old. Mine's more old than yours. Yeah. We both grew up with like just old people being around a lot of us. Yeah, my neighbours are old. Mate, like there was only like two to three kids down my street that I could really play out with. Like, there is a part of me that wishes I was maybe born in a city or something like that. Well, I couldn't have done that. You couldn't have done no, that. No, I like frolicking in the fields. Frolicking. You sound like Theresa May right now. Yeah. Is she like kind of your? You know, do you look up to her as a person? No. We getting political out here. I. Wine? Did you just say? Can I have some more? Um, have you ever been in, in an ambulance? No. Well, not for myself. No. I've been in, like, an ambulance. I thought that was pretty cool. I went in an ambulance, like, escorted to an am- to the hospital. Yeah. Of course. I've, no, I've never been... No, I don't... I think the only thing I've done is probably, like, broken my arm or something like that. Did you break your arm? I broke my arm. Did you get a cast? No. No, I, I I think I've dislocated something actually, but I've never broken it. And obviously, I'm not remembering it, so it can't be that significant. No. Um, but there you go. This is why I like talking to people more because I can't remember a lot of things that happened to myself. <laughs> like, Who I'll be, am I? I'll be talking to a lot of my mates, and they'll go, "Oh, do you remember this that happened?" Yeah, yeah mate, I yeah, definitely yeah. did. I don't remember anything I do. I hit my head that hard. <laughs> I don't even know where I am right now. Anything before <laughs> that, you just don't remember. No, absolutely not. Mm. This is like um, four pound wine. Yeah, I was about to make a joke like this is like some um, <laughs> top of the range Merlot. Come here, Sauvignon Blanc. And obviously, like not even in a wine glass, by the way. This is the most like kind of you can tell we're coming from. This isn't like any high production stuff. What do you mean? Look at this, yeah. Yes. Moving on, Katie. Okay. What um? Gracias. What was your like first experience like with? boys and kind of like oh. <laughs> when i want to i just want to hear you because i feel like and you can ask me as well like and i can what tell you about my experience with boys was with boys so obviously it started i was in the art block yeah. um got locked in a closet no um with uk like what what is some of your first with that <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to talk about mine before saying so you feel more comfortable no or? i'm comfortable yeah um so i did here, here I go on a little one of my stories. Um, my mum, um, when she gave birth to me, and before she gave birth to me, yeah. joined this birthing group of women called an NCT group. Right. And it's like supporting women. They're all pregnant at the same time, all going to give birth around the same time. 
let's be friends so our kids will have friends. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. supporting woman on woman, supporting woman. It's very much like you're not there for them. Like you're very much just there though. Originally, you, you, they're all just using each other. Really. Yeah, originally, of course you were. It's like a support group. Yeah. But then, like my. Mom... You're not all going to be friends after the child reaches what? ten, man. My mum and them are still friends, and they still. Okay, sorry, still sorry, but I'm just uh, sorry. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but um, they all thought that they were going to have girls, and my mum was sure that I was going to be a boy, but they all kept it a surprise. Mm. Right. I was the last person in that group to be born. Everyone else was boys and I was a girl. So every party, it's just me and all these boys. I never knew this. Yeah. The, go, carry on. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting, you know. No, generally. So I hung up and grew up yeah. with a lot of boys. I've got yeah. a brother. Uh, um, so all my life, my main, like, big group of friends has always been this big group of yeah. lads, I guess. You know, like, they were jumping in the fields. I was jumping in the fields, yeah. you know. What the fuck? That's not a well-known thing boys do. Yo, boys, you want to jump out in the fields? What? I meant... <laughs> jumping in the fields? <laughs> you always got to jump in the fields. Jump up. Um, so, <laughs> one of the guys had, like, this big house that backed up onto his farmer's field, so he had, like... Yeah, like a treehouse there and a zip line. Yeah. Like, I lived just all your mates just own shit. Like, oh, my mate just had, like, this 12-acre no, land. See, this is the thing. They didn't. We just, we live in the countryside, so all we had was, for fun, was you go on big walks, you, you go to field, you go to National Trust. Yeah. Or you go to the local park and you jump mm. in the river. Yeah. Like, there wasn't much else to do. So... You're all just nature people. You just, like, live out there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So my first experience of guys, I guess, was just guys are friends guys are my best friends and i found girls to be friends really intimidating mm. i just didn't i did not want to because if you grew up with them dresses you associate more with boys yeah yeah I so mm. like, i didn't want to wear dresses i didn't want to wear makeup all disgusting ew like kind of things ew yeah um support like wearing a support bra or having mm. bra anything feminine i was like eh, yeah yucky um but then obviously you know as you grow grew up through school and I didn't go to school with all the guys just a couple of them um I don't know like I got more friends that are girls yeah and um yeah I don't know it's kind of like when a boy gets raised by it's not the same thing but when a boy gets raised by wolves he turns feral you yeah. won't turn feral but no. you, you were for that more yeah and I can definitely see how it's like influenced you now you, you definitely prefer hanging out with guys right yeah. most of the time you can kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. chill and maybe that's where we get along maybe very well. the lads, you know, yeah right? you just want lads but like I've learned how to be girly and I've learned mm. how to hang out with girls it's not like that but I, I think I've always seen it and maybe it's another meaning as well like I was always I used to be really good friends with my dad like my dad was my best friend yeah my mum and dad separated so you know I've got to hang out more with my mum mm. I'm not saying I used to hang out more with my dad that sounds really bad but like me and my dad would do a lot more me and my you know, me and mm. my brother and my mum would do a lot. You do different things with your mum and dad. That's you just do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my... your dad will take you to a football game. Your your, your dad will do sh- yeah, sports with golf. you. Absolutely <laughs> and then, what, what are the things I used to do with mum? My mum used to just take me on errands and stuff. I'd yeah. just, I'd go, I'd go, there was always this thing, she's like, oh, do you want to go knicker shopping? Well, I was like, definitely not. But she just meant, <laughs> she just wanted me to hate the experience. She was like, oh, I'm going to go pick out a bra yeah. and stuff. But she wasn't, but she just wanted me to hate it before going on it. That's so, so I'd be in my room and yeah, she's like, Eddie, we're going knicker shopping, which in England, a knick- knickers mean like, 
Lingerie. No, lingerie is different. Yeah, but like underwear. Anyway, so it was just like this kind of weird thing where they weirded me out before going on it. Like my auntie would say it to me as well. This is weird. This is a normal, you know. Yeah, no, my my family is is quite weird, and there's a lot there's a lot of like weird things you've been learning about when you we, we went back to Beverly oh, a couple yeah. of, oh, like a week ago. You gotta watch out for the dogs family. I get you. <laughs> Very weird, and that's probably why I'm quite weird now as well. This is for Will. What? This is for Will. Okay. Lily Badam Cheatham. <laughs> yeah. Um, just. Family's very weird. What does it mean? I still don't know what it means. Yeah, no, there's a lot no of words. No one explains to me what they mean. I find them funny. Yeah, so I went back um, to Beverly mm-hmm. with Katie, and my family, in terms of language and stuff, we like have our own language for things. Mm-hmm. So we'll call each of us very weird names, and they'll just. It's, it's a family which um, relies on a lot of inside jokes. So while I'm here, I'm very much a normal person. I can talk to you, mm. but when I'm back at home, it's all, almost like thirty percent of my vocabulary with my family isn't words that apply in the English dictionary. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, is that a good way of describing I'll it to describe everyone it. at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, in a way, when I have like a new friend or like you, friend. I'm very much like. <laughs> You do realise my my family's quite odd. Yeah, but I love them. I love them so much. They're yeah. so funny. I mean, I well, I, I'm glad that because um, I was scared you were going to run away. To be fair, after seeing them the first time. Yeah. Same. I'm kidding. <laughs> so with boys, then. Oh yeah, sorry. You'd you'd say that you were around them when you were younger. I always saw like boys as friends, girls as friends. Yeah. The idea of a crush, and then. <coughs> Sorry. Um, school was more important. Yeah. Education. I was such a nerd. But the thing is, I was a nerd, but I wasn't clever. How does that work? I really enjoyed studying. I really enjoyed revising, making notes. But what's the benefit of it then? If you... What's the benefit well, of being a nerd nice if you're not... I just... <laughs> I have dyslexia, and I didn't know that until... I didn't know many, like, dyslexic nerds, to be fair. I, I, no. I always thought, like, dyslexic... I got on with them. Yeah. They were cool, but they, they like, they played an instrument or something, you know what I mean? They <laughs> they played an instrument, they probably... The dyslexic band, yeah. They probably did something like that. Um, but for for you, you grew up with guys... Yeah. Surely that means you just associate guys as being friends. When did it you first go like, oh, that guy's bum's pretty nice? Do you know what I mean? Like when, when did it first turn in your that. head? When, when, <laughs> you, when? So you were frolicking the fi- in the fields with the guys. We were jumping in the fields. We were, yeah, Theresa May style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when uh. did like probably a guy called Oscar or like let me think of another Tory name like oh oh R- Richard when did Richard like become appealing to you? I don't know really. I don't know. It just happened. You know, like girls get crushes, and then I think it was something like uh, year nine or ten. Yeah. I see. This is like I I hang out. I'm quite a nervous person. I'm quite like introverted, and I was at school. I didn't really enjoy school until like year eleven, where I found my people, and and I have this like belief of like um, popularity. It's like this ladder, right? How it works. Do you still believe this now or like back then? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It works. I I mean I'm not at school now, so I don't know. But it would be you've got your popular kids. Yeah. But no one likes them apart from themselves, so they put themselves there, and then you have like the nerdy kids, and everyone thinks oh. 
no right. one really likes them because they're too smart they're too good and then you just have the middle kids we're not smart and we're not popular and we just float about and, mm. I, and I thought I was a, I'm a floater because I, I could float with the popular kids in drama and yeah. drama that's why I love drama you were like the the social like you just absorbed it all you went around to everyone yeah but only like one person at a time yeah like big groups was terrifying yeah. I used to be like good friends with the pop- one popular person in my by the way house. there's probably a reason why like it's not a bad thing like and I definitely wasn't <laughs> the most popular person at no. school um, why those people were nerds and why those people were there like you just get categorised I don't think, yeah, I think you can look at look back, but like while I was at school, I wasn't going, oh, what category am I in? Um, maybe, well, you went to an all-boys school, so it's different now, I think. I did, maybe, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty, it's like similar. We still had like, yeah, basically, if you, if you were on the football team. You were cool. You were, yeah, if you were on the football yeah. team. It's like in primary school, if you're the fastest runner, or you're the top oh, mate. I would, everyone, yeah. was a, everyone was a girlfriend. For some reason, um, I'll try to describe this. Like, as a ginger guy, up until year six, mm-hmm. nobody really, like, saw that. Nobody really had a prejudice against that, yeah. right? Because when you're young, for some, when you're young, like... Yeah, because you learn prejudice on people. Yeah, yeah, you learn prejudice. So, like, yeah. as a baby, a baby's not going to turn out to be racist, is he? Yeah. Uh, when he's born, he, he is matured and something influences it to be like that. Mm-hmm. I was, that's pretty athletic in uh, year six, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. probably, like, eight years old. Then. Eight years old, uh, <laughs> I would. Um, I, I was in the football team and stuff, but uh, yeah, moving on to year year seven, I, I was a pretty like chubby kid. So chubby ginger no, kid isn't a good. I was pretty. I was pretty chubby was ginger kid. I, I was a, a little bit on the chubby side. I didn't think you were. Oh, that's lovely. You're very sweet. I love how I've just been taking the piss out of you this whole thing, and you're just always sweet to me. What can I say? <laughs> So, uh, what was I saying? I don't know. I go on these tangents. Sorry. No, I was just asking you oh, about guys. Yeah. You still haven't told me no, your I'm, whole. I'm getting, I'm getting to it. So, the story is a group of guy friends uh, growing up, younger brother, enjoyed school, wasn't smart, hierarchy of like schools and stuff. So, I kept quite to myself. I don't think I could categorize you as a person, really. No, why am I? Because. Yeah, you you I kind just, of just wanted to appeal to everyone. That's I'm such a people pleaser though. I think that's my issue. Yeah, and I'm, that's I'm why a... I was head girl. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest achievement. Since year seven, I went around and spoke to every student and made sure I got yeah. something in common with them. This is a joke, by the way. But like, I would I I would know at least one person from every group, and at least everyone would know me. Yeah. So the voting system how it worked. That's good for head girl. Great head girl. But Everyone put apart me from head vote. girl thing, why were you doing that? Because at school I was just very much like, I, I had I my people and then I just find, did my own stuff. I just couldn't find a place where I belonged. You know what I mean? I, I, I haven't properly found my people. You're like the start of any American high school story. Like, oh, I didn't know where I was. <laughs> Nobody's respecting me. I'm really know. odd. You're like... Um, were you a bit of a pick-me girl in high school? No. No? No, not at all. Definitely not. More so now than ever. <laughs> me! I feel like we both have uh, pick-me vibes to You more than me, 100%. Nah, nah. Pick-me. Pick-me, pick-me. Oh, boys school, pick-me. <laughs> yeah, but... What What was you Like, who was your first crush then? Like, as a guy? You don't... You, like... Uh, go on. You ready, dogs? 
Wow. I saw that fa- that face on Tinder. We yeah we don't even we haven't even said how we met you know. Ew. That's good yeah. I mean it is a pretty Tinder. straightforward story. So like twenty first century met on Tinder. Yeah, first oh. picture was you. Yeah. And then half of your dad's face. Yeah. Um, Mr. Editor didn't edit. Moral of the story, guys. So I think there's a lot of things. This is a topic we can talk about for a lot of people. That I, I, looking at the people watching this, I'd probably say like half the people, maybe forty percent of the people watching this, probably on Tinder. A lot of people are on Tinder, you know. What do you think about that? If you're single, I'd say fifty percent of people on Tinder. Probably a little bit less than that. Anyway, so I'm I'm saying this is probably quite interesting for a lot of people mm-hmm. we met on tinder yeah um it it was my first date i ever went on tinder my first ever real date yeah um <laughs> compared to re- it's just crazy we met on well, tinder why am i here <laughs> without without the app we wouldn't be here right now no but i i have a feeling and this is gonna be real something yeah what are you doing oh i have a feeling even if we didn't have the app, I would have found you anyway because our friends were friends. Right. I were think they? I, I yeah, I would have found you. Oh, I'd have found Kate, you. I think the sad reality is. No, don't say it. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. So in terms of Tinder and stuff, um, when I first downloaded it, and I think a lot of guys do this, but um, the the way guys approach Tinder is very different to the way girls approach Tinder. Surely. No. What you think it's very much the same. I think we approach it differently from the rest. I actually, I can't. No, oh, no, I'm talking about guys versus girls because I, I would. We've got to relate this to everyone in terms of people watching. Oh. Um, you weren't. I'm gonna be honest. You weren't the first, and this is not a disrespectful thing. Whoa. You weren't the first person I swiped right on. Whoa. <laughs> that would be. You swiped right on people. Yeah. Wow. You weren't the first girl I was like, yeah, but you are the first. You are the only person I'll go like, yeah, now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But um, we we met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and now we're here. We had a date, which we talked about a bit earlier. Um, we were just talking about, like, how guys and girls were different. So on Tinder, what was your, like, kind of mental... Like, when you downloaded it, why did you download it? Oh, I was looking for a relationship. I was yeah. looking for, like, a movie, a story. You know, like, yeah. I wanted to fall in love I was very innocent and very stupid and why did you pick Tinder though it, it, if you were trying to like falling go to a bar go to yeah, like I'm a club awkward. or something most guys you're going to meet on Tinder not going to yeah, be into I that learned, I learned that through the hard way what, what like me I probably well I didn't like meet up with anybody but I messaged people on Tinder what I, were that? I've been intrigued to see those messages yeah what, what were your experiences on Tinder um, I had a couple of guys ask me out on dates on Tinder, mm. but they were a lot older. And I thought, oh, Ooh, no. yeah. Um, like how much older? I don't know. Like, what's your limit in terms of age? Like, you're Maybe twenty. Two, two or three years older. Than me. Two or three years older. So, if the guy, what if the guy was twenty four? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Twenty five. No, probably not. Not twenty five. So, I'm kind of into the older girl, you know. I probably that's why that's why you're here, you know. Oh, I'm literally not older than you. We're in the <laughs> same hate, year at university. That. We would have been in year six together. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's not wrong, is it? Because we were the same age. I don't know why I was weirded out well, by that. Yeah, if, if, if I was a 20-year-old now... I would have probably, like, picked you up in year six, you know. 
You say this all the time. Mate, I, I was, was an absolute demon in year six. <laughs> like, I was absolutely I'd be like, nah, do you want to be my friend? Do you want to go jump in the field? No, like, exactly. I'd have probably, like, pied you off. Uh, I would have pied you off first. But, yeah, basically, yeah, I was um, I was cream of the crop in year six, man. Um, cream of the crop. Um, yeah. yeah, had a couple of amazing times. Yeah, I think my life peaked probably in so, year six. Yeah, so Tinder, we did that, done that. Do you regret time. that we met on Tinder or not? No, no. Because I would never have met you, and that would have been even worse. Yeah, but you might have met. Like this is the thing. You might have just met like another person. You know. Yeah, but the thing is, that other person isn't you. No, I know. And throughout my whole existence. Yeah. It would never have been you, so I don't think I'd ever. I've been as happy. Mm. And that is very lovely, and I appreciate that. But you're thinking... No, 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 I'm just looking... You're going to have gal... Me? No, I'm, I'm talking about you here. Don't put that into whoa, my whoa, whoa. I'm interviewing you in this podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I could change anything, probably would have preferred to meet you, like, in a pub. Oh, what would have been, like, the ideal spot? Um, oh. Actually... What would have been your ideal, like, place to meet someone? Like, if it would be in a book or if you had to write it, what would you say? Um, I was doing my laundry. Yeah. You came in because we were in the same apartment block. Right. Didn't know that, did we? You did your laundry next to me. My laundry got stuck and you were like, I'll help you out. I've got a party later. And I'd be yeah. like, I'm not coming. Because I'd, oh, I'd be too boy. nervous. And then that's the end of the story. Oh, so we probably wouldn't have. No, I would have gone, oh, I like the, I like mm. him, let's do it. Would you, okay, so this is for a little little YouTube clip, okay. What what advice would you give to, like, um, guys who are, like, trying to, you know, they're, they're being single for a while. <laughs> like, what uh, what advice would you give to, like, guys who are trying to, like, get out there and maybe, mm. they've never they've never been on a date with a girl, never doing that. Like, what would you, what would you say? I can, I can give some good advice here. Um... Pick myself up for the big one. Um, I think people these days put too much pressure on themselves to be happy and to be perfect and to find the perfect girl, the perfect guy, or the perfect person. And they're always out there trying to be better. And they're on social media and they see this and they see that and you have to do this and you have to do that. But I think. The, the biggest mistake that people can do is they rush into things or they think, I need to have a person with me to be happy. I need to be in a relationship to be happy, but they are not happy themselves. So self-love is important. You have to 100% love yourself first. And if you don't, you have to find someone who will help you build that 100% level up um, um, and make you a stronger person because you won't be able to fully love someone else unless you can fully be True. yourself around someone else. Yeah. But how will they, you know, it, I'm not saying it's not fair on, on the, the future person, the relationship, but how will they, you know, ever know you tr- truly if you don't show yourself? So my advice would be love yourself and understand, understand yourself fully and give yourself time for that. You don't have to be with anybody. Mm. You know, you can have plenty of friends or you can yeah. be with everybody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's saying you, you know. It's just figure yourself out first. Yeah. And Before you're ready to do it. It will happen when it will happen. If you're going out there going in the club, I need a boyfriend, 
you're not doing it correctly. What about in terms of a guy's perspective then? So maybe maybe not even he's not oh. even he's not even thinking of it in terms of a relationship. He's just like I haven't talked to a girl before. I haven't I haven't like even gone on a date with a girl. Like what would you recommend like he what what's his like first step in terms of like cuz cuz you're talking about like finding yourself and developing yourself before you even think about someone and I agree with that because mm. I, I think a lot of guys like focus on what these girls are doing and like pursuing a girl but I think it can be very attractive when someone focuses on themselves and they're very hard working or guys pursuing guys or yeah or what, whatever it is yeah, yeah. we're, we're um, looking for a partner yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I I Again, self-love first, and then as soon as you get that, self-confidence. Yeah. And then just, I think the mentality that I had it was you, this is how I did it. Close my eyes and think, right, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Count down from three, two, one, and then just fuck it, and then just do it. Because in those 10 seconds, they could change your life. Yeah. And if the worst thing happens and they don't wanna speak to you, even if it's just a conversation in like a pub, or mm. a club, or wherever you feel most comfortable. Maybe it's your group of friends and you invite another group of friends, or you're at a uni lecture, or you're mm. at school. Um, three, two, one, and just do it. Because if you don't, you've missed an opportunity, or True. you've just, you've done something amazing, or you've embarrassed yourself, but it's over. Yeah, I, I think that's something I've come very like comfortable with doing, making myself making a bit of a an arse of myself in public. I like doing that a lot when we're like shopping or something like that. I hate it. You, I hate you absolutely it. hate it, but like, I think I'd have that attitude a lot. Maybe not when I was in sixth form or anything like that, and I get that, but putting yourself in more of them uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. that you're maybe not, not familiar with, the more you do that, the more you will like, just be like confident and mm. that's it. And when you are your most confident, you feel, you feel, you will be you, mm-hmm. right? True. Like if, unapologetically yourself. Yeah, if 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 we were talking right now and I was nervous, like I just wouldn't be myself. Mm. And I I think when I'm nervous, I go into a very stereotypical like, ooh, not myself. Like, mm. but when I am myself, I can be be more empathetic and a bit and show my like feminine side more, which is which is. I, I think majority of what I am and like what I talk what I enjoy talking about anyway. So in other words, being yourself and just being you in that moment, but it do- I know it's easier said than done. You've gotta you've gotta just put yourself in more of them situations to be like that. Mm-hmm. There's there's this theory I live by, and if you haven't watched the movie, get on Google, Google it now, find it, watch it. It's called About Time. I think the movie changed my perspective on life. I'll sum it up for you in an analogy as a fleeting goodbye. Okay. Okay. Um, the main premise is... This guy can time travel in time, right? Yeah. He can only go back in time. Okay. Right? So he, he he lives a day, 
thinks have a really bad day, but he thinks it doesn't matter because I can go back and redo the day. And because he knows exactly what's going to happen in that day because he's already lived through it, he closes his eyes, he times travel back to the beginning of the day and he relives it and enjoys all those little moments that he hated beforehand. Yeah. And the premise is, and my analogy of life is, if you, if you had the ability to go back and live every day as if it was your second day, right right yeah then every morning you should wake up and imagine it is your second time living that day yeah. so all the little bits you find annoying you find enjoyable Do yeah you know what i mean does that make sense yes because if you look at a day like when you're done with a day mm-hmm. or you're looking back on a day yeah you, you see it as more of a beautiful thing i'm lucky to be living this day yeah you're lucky and you're not worrying about oh yeah. Oh, mate, the, the boiler's been playing up the whole day. You know, <laughs> the li- the little things become yeah become because uh, because he was wasting days. Yeah. He would live through it, and then he'd waste his time by having to go back and go now. Mm. I need to recorrect, correct my wrongdoings. Mm. Just live it as if you were going to do that the first time round. Yeah. Oh, very very sentimental and very nice. Eh? I'll have to end Thank it off. Thank you very much. But yeah. Um, We've talked about that. We've talked about a lot of things in terms... We've got to know you a bit today, Naila. Oh, I'm so sorry in advance. We've talked a bit about uh, working, a bit of uni, Mm -hmm. things that annoy me and you, um, and kind of everything to do with guys and girls and partners and couples and relationships and things like that. They could each be individual podcast episodes. Exactly. We have rambled... A lot. That's that's what podcasts are at the end of the day now. Um, yeah, but um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we're available on Spotify. If you're listening to it on Spotify, we're available on YouTube. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, if you want any further information, there'll be links in the description. Thank you guys for watching. See ya. Bye.